the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Why do you need power to be a witness for Christ? And more so, why did Jesus strictly instruct them not to leave Jerusalem until they received this power? For in Luke 24, 9, he says, Behold, I send the promise of a father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Tarry means wait. Tarry means wait. Wait until you are empowered. Wait until you are equipped. Pray until you are empowered by the power of the Holy Spirit to do what I've asked you to do. Why do you need power to be a witness for Christ? I can hear Peter and others saying within themselves, we already believe you. Why do we need power? We're ready to go. Let's go. Let's go do it. Let's go do it. But Jesus Christ said, don't go yet. Wait. You need power. Yes, you already believe me. Yeah, there are some things you can do, but I want you to be, to be fully equipped. So wait in prayer. Wait in prayer until the power comes upon you. Then you will be effective witnesses for me. We need the power of the Holy Spirit if we are going to effectively be a witness to the resurrection of Christ, which was with power. Let me say that again. We need the power of the Holy Spirit if we are going to effectively be a witness to the resurrection of Christ, which was also with power. The resurrection of Christ was with power. And if we are going to be a witness to that, we need the power to be a witness to it. You see, light begets light. Fire begets fire. Power begets power. Wisdom begets wisdom. And what's begotten, whatever is begotten, is a witness to what begot it. What is begotten is a witness to what begot it. It's a testimony to it. What's begotten is a testament to what begot it. A child is a testament to who his father is. So Luke 7.35 will say, But wisdom is justified by all our children. Wisdom is justified by all our children. But wisdom is justified by all her children. It means wisdom is validated. Wisdom is accredited. Wisdom is accredited, validated by all her children. It is the children of wisdom that testify, that bear witness of her. Their witness of their father is by wisdom. And since the resurrection of Christ was by the power of the Holy Spirit, our witness to that has to be by the power of the Holy Spirit. If we are going to witness to what begot us in power, we got to have power to witness to that. Establishing the kingdom of God and doing his will through prayer. Our scripture texts, John 3. John 3. This is a very familiar scripture. This is John 3 speaking about Nicodemus. Nicodemus. Nicodemus was a Pharisee, was a teacher of the law. 
the teacher of the people. And was supposed to know. If you're a teacher, you're supposed to know. So this man came to Jesus in the nighttime so that nobody would see him, that he was coming to, the, you know, to, to Jesus Christ. So when he got to Jesus, he said, Rabbi, teacher. So the teacher called the teacher, teacher. Hmm? You know, there are teachers and there are teachers. Nicodemus, a Pharisee, a teacher of the law, called Jesus and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. No one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. A teacher saying to another teacher, your teaching is special. Your teaching is different. But your teaching is with power. In his heart is like, how can I be such a teacher? God is with you. You are getting results. You got the power. I want to be like you. That was what was in his heart. I want to be like you. No one can do these things that you do unless God is with him. I want God to be with me too. So that I can do these things that you do. I'm also a teacher. But your teaching is different. Your teaching is with power. I want to be like you. I want God to be with me. I want to express the kind of power that you express. That was the question in his heart. And Jesus, who knew the question in his heart, said to him. He had not even asked the question. He was just commending Jesus. You are a teacher come from God. No one can do these miracles that you do except God be with him. God is with you. So Jesus zeroed in on the question in his heart. Jesus said to him, most assuredly I say to you, Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Remember, we're talking about the kingdom of God, establishing the kingdom of God and doing his will. Except unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Unless one is born again, he cannot experience the power of God. Because this was the heart of this guy. He wanted to experience the power of God so that he can also teach with power. And there will be result. And Jesus Christ said to him, you've got to be born again. If you want to be like me, if you want to teach like me, you've got to be born again. That's when God will be with you. And then you will be like me. You've got to be born again. And for you to see the kingdom of God, to see the power of God, to experience the power of God. Remember, the kingdom of God is the power of God. For you to experience the power of God, you've got to be born again. Nicodemus was confused. He said, how can that be? How can a man be born again? Or how can, how can a man be born when he is already old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. He cannot see the kingdom of God. He cannot enter the kingdom of God means the same thing. If you can see it, you can seize on it. If you can enter it, it is yours. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel. Do not be surprised when I say to you, you must be born again. You must be born again. You see, Romans 1 from verse 3, I believe, says concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, 
who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh. This is Romans 1, 3 to 4. Concerning his son Jesus Christ, our Lord, who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh. Verse 4. And declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. How many times or how many births do you see here? Romans 1, 3 and 4. Concerning his son Jesus Christ our Lord, who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. How many births? Two births. He was born of the seed of David according to the flesh. Physically born. Naturally born. Then was born again, was declared to be the Son of God with power, according to the Spirit of Holiness, by the resurrection from the dead. So Jesus Christ was basically saying to Nicodemus, you need two births. Even me, I'm operating by two births. You need two births. You need to be born twice. If you are born twice, you die once. Hmm? Did you hear that? If you are born twice, you die once. If you are born once, you die twice. If you are born again, you only die once. You only die physically. You don't experience the second death, as the scripture says. The second death is separation from God in hell. Those who are born twice, die once. Those who are born once, die twice. So if there's anyone who does not give his life to Jesus, or who did not give his life to Jesus before they died, they going to die twice, two times. Physical death and eternal death. Separation from God in hell. So that's why Jesus Christ said to Nicodemus, you must be born again. You must be born twice. You are already born physically, naturally. You've got to be born spiritually. And we see the like or this pattern in 1 Corinthians 15, 46. 1 Corinthians 15, 46 says, However, the spiritual is not first. 1 Corinthians 15 from verse 43. Let's, let's read from verse 45. And so it is written, The first man, Adam, became a living being, a natural being. He had a natural life. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit, a spiritual man, a spiritual life. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural. I want to relate this to what our brother said uh, some time ago. That sometimes uh, you come to the time of prayer, you don't feel like praying. You don't feel spiritual. Hmm? But start out anyway, because the spiritual doesn't come first. It's the natural that comes first. It's as you approach God, as you take the step, you feel spiritual. So the natural comes first, then the spiritual follows. Everyone is born naturally. Then you got to become spiritual. If you don't become spiritual by being born again by the Spirit of God, then you don't experience the power of God or the kingdom of God. You don't see the kingdom of God. You don't enter the kingdom of God because flesh and blood cannot. That verse 50, 1 Corinthians 15, 50 says, This I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Flesh and blood cannot enter the kingdom of God, cannot inherit the kingdom of God. It's only 
Whoever is born again or spiritual that will enter the kingdom of God. Natural birth cannot enter the kingdom of God. It's spiritual birth that can enter the kingdom of God. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. So that is the order. The order is, or the pattern is, the natural first, then the spiritual. Jesus came naturally, like any other man, but was declared, was identified, was set apart as the Son of God with power. That Romans 1, 4 says, and declared to be the Son of God with power. According to the spirit of holiness, we were also declared to be the son of God with power because we were delivered from what? The power of darkness. And it takes power to deliver somebody from the power. It takes power to deliver from power. The power of God delivered us from the power of darkness. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.